Hold on. Did that motherfucker just call me a twat? Oh, he did. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? Word. Word to your mother. (laughs) Hey guys. We're back. Hello. Hello. We finally got some more episodes going, so this is so fun. Yeah. We love, like, we've gone down all these avenues that we didn't even expect to go down. Which is fucking awesome. It is so awesome. But then we're like, oh my god, like, we let's have just no sit behind time for our actual podcast. Right. Let's actually sit back behind the microphone and just talk. Let's just do it. Let's just do some shit. So I found this thing a while back and I totally forgot about it. And Katie's like, what you got in your phone? And then I was looking and I was like, oh my gosh, I have something so cool. And we, so Katie and I are in a suburb of DC. So we can actually go see this thing that I'm going to tell you about. Shut the front door. We can see her. We can do it. Her name is Black Aggie. Shut the fuck up. Have you heard of Black Aggie? No, but I like it. She's the urban legend that won't die. Sweet. So if you came of age in Baltimore during the 50s and 60s. Which obviously we did. (laughs) In our past lives. Right. (laughs) You probably heard the talk of the Druid Ridge Cemetery's most famous grave marker. So we Obviously. didn't because I thought Edgar Allan Poe was the we most famous grave marker in Baltimore, but clearly I was wrong. Well, you were you were definitely wrong <laughs> because her name is it says just about everyone knew about Black Aggie. The statue of Black Aggie was draped in black cloth, melancholy and a mysterious woman Seated at the Angus family plot in the south-facing side of the cemetery in Pikesville. Uh-huh. Word was that her stony eyes turned red at night. Cool. Sit on her lap at midnight, and you would hear your own end within two weeks. Why the fuck would I sit or on you her would lap? Meet, you would meet your own end in two weeks. Who th- who's like, I'm going to sit <clears throat> on the lap of this thing? I don't know. Maybe she looked very inviting. Maybe her spirit called to them, and then they sat on her, and then they were dead within two weeks. Sounds great. So in those days, the cemetery was lightly guarded, which most of them still are, because we've walked the fuck through cemeteries with no guards. Yeah. So... They're saying in those days they were lightly guarded. But I agree with that. And I also think that they are still lightly guarded. So you guys can just roam through cemeteries whenever you want. Yeah. Teens often fueled by beer and bravado traveled to Druid Ridge at night to test the rumor. It was terrifying. See, that's how it happened. Mm -hmm. It was like there was a rumor and they're like, oh my God, we're going to do it. it Now they fucking like sign their death warrant. Right. Um... So they would travel to Druid Ridge at night to test the rumor. It was terrifying, exhilarating, and the stuff of Baltimore urban legends for years. By 1967, she was gone. But where did she go? Dun, 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 dun. The Black Aggie saga began near Lafayette Square across from the White House in 1885. Interesting. Marion Clover Adams lived there. She was a celebrated socialite, hostess, and one of the country's earliest portrait photographers. At the time, though, 
She wasn't thoroughly despondent about death, the death of her father. She ended her life by drinking chemicals from her photography developing supplies. Jeez. That's What rough. a way out. Yeah. Gosh. There's got to be easier ways. Yeah. Her husband, Henry Adams, the great-grandson of President John Adams, and the grandson of President John Quincy Adams, mm-hmm. was grief-stricken. He commissioned one of the world's most celebrated sculptures, Augustus St. Gaudens. To oh, create... right, that one. Yeah, that one, yeah. <laughs> I was like, you know it? <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't. To create a gravesite <laughs> memorial in Rock Creek Cemetery. The statue, though, never officially named, was often called Grief, mm-hmm. or simply the Adams Memorial. Mm-hmm. The figure... A seated and draped woman evoked a particular feeling of mystery and gloom so much that it had become a popular tourist attraction, even though Adams tried to shield the view with trees and shrubbery. Clearly that worked. (laughs) Despite many requests, he refused to allow copies of the statue to be made. However, a sculptor named Edward L.A. Posh managed to do so. Meanwhile, Baltimore Felix Angus purchased a Baltimorean Felix Angus purchased a family plot in Druid Ridge Cemetery. Mm-hmm. Angus had led an eclectic life. A native of France, he was a world traveler, veteran of several wars, including the American Civil War, a, civ- a silver craftsman at Tiffany & Co. Cool. And a Baltimore newspaper publisher. He purchased Posh's copy of the Adams Memorial for the plot and built a pedestal similar to the original. Augustus St. Gaudens' window was incensed. All right, then. (laughs) I'm like, okay, cool. Though Angus (laughs) insisted that he was the unwitting customer of an unscrupulous art dealer, the statue remained in Druid Ridge Cemetery. Soon after their deaths, the whispers around Baltimore evolved. 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 Anyway, the long story short. (laughs) Long story short. So Black Aggie has this whole fucking thing where if you visit her after dark and you sit on her lap, you're going to fucking die. Or like some people claim to see her crying. Hmm. And sometimes like the Mother Mary statue. like So it's see, like, oh, let like, me sit on your lap and wipe your yeah. tears. Let me sit on your lap and see if I die in two weeks. No, thanks. Well, not only that, um, like I could never walk up to somebody's grave and be like, I'm going to sit on you. Like, right. I don't care if it looks inviting or like a bench or not. I could never walk up to somebody's like memorial and be like, ah, uh, this looks like a great seat. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Let me just sit here and see what happens to right. me. Right. And oh, by the way, oh, people die when you do this? Let me just do it now. Okay. Well, so the, the long and short of it is, in 1967, she was purchased by the Smithsonian Institution. Cool. But placed in storage and was never, like, seen after that. Ever? She was quietly forgotten, they say. Bastards. But in 1996, Shara Turujung, a Baltimore-based reporter, discovered that she had been quietly on display since 1987. In which museum? In a somewhat out-of-the-way courtyard of the National Courts Building. Really? Yep. 
And we huh. can go see her. No shit. She is still out there. That's awesome. So, ironically, the final location is set on the east side of Lafayette Square. Oh. The same neighborhood where Marion Clover Adams took her life in 1885, which is where the statue was originally put. Across it started from out in Lafayette Square. Mm-hmm. Right across from the Smithsonian yeah. stuff. Yeah. So... We can go see Black Aggie. If only that place was super safe. <laughs> yeah. Well, I would totally go and yeah. see her. I would sit on her fucking lap. Uh, yeah. I mean, I would hope that they I probably die have her like weeks. they probably have her gated off. No, no, nope. I've could... looked at pictures. She's just fucking in a courtyard. There's like trees and shrubbery and shit around. There's no, no like she's iron there. fence around her. No. No shit. Mm-mm. Um, it just looks like. She's just there. She's, she's just there, and you almost don't see her, and she looks really scary. But in, um, like at night, that when you take a picture of her in the day and take a picture of her at night, like you don't see the like depressed features of her face or anything. You mm. just see this like fucking creepy cloak. So it's figure like light sitting. Play. Yeah, but then you know people, their minds make them think, oh my god, her eyes are glowing red, or mm. this is happening, this is happening. So there's a lot of rumor surrounding Black Aggie, and we can fucking go. Let's do it. That would be awesome. Let's like, we do can go it. during the day. Then we like go get lunch. I can introduce you to sushi because I have the best sushi in DC. Yeah. And then we can come back at night and see like yeah. how it's changed. Have dinner at another fun place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See how it's changed. I think that'd be really neat. Fuck yeah, man. Anyway, that's like kind of my whole thing on Black Aggie. I could have made it really short, but no, I loved it. Yeah. That's awesome. So, if we end up doing that, we will get back to you on our findings. With lots of pictures. Lots. I'm going to be up on her lap, like, selfieing it up. Right? For sure. So, maybe our pictures will come back weird. You never know. It'll be cool. Anyways, we'll be right back with something funny as promised by katie yeah i just found a bunch of like random shit on the internet and i'm like yep this is what i'm doing today (laughs) (laughs) can't wait That scary, can't you hear that scary noise? Don't you never let him get you from your mammy's door, cause mammy loves you so. Can't you run and don't look back and tell you get to Pabby Shack, the boogeyman is here. So. Welcome to our What the Fuck episode, apparently. I can't I wait. Have, <laughs> have you ever just been on the internet and you're like... What the fuck? Not only are you like, what the fuck, you're like, this is what the fuck gold. <laughs> it's like, I have to share this and I have to share this with as many people We're as We're sharing possible. it with the world. Right. Well, I've been saving a lot of those. And originally I was like, these are going to be openers. Yeah. You know, these will be like... The meat before the bulk of the, you know, the episode. But, you know, I was originally going to talk about the Grim Reaper today. And I was like, thinking about it. And I'm like, nope, I'm going to take. Not 
I'm not in the mood to be dark. So I'm going to take a whole bunch of these what the fucks that I saved. And so just, we're in the totally weird and twisted zone. Yeah, today we're going to be yeah. in the weird and twisted for real. I like it. So I have like three things that I was literally like, shut the fuck up. These can't be real. Oh, I need to hear it. I'm not even going to look at your computer screen. I need to know coming from your mouth. So this, the first one is from the mirror. So, you know, it's like, oh yeah, shut the up. mirror. And what's the other one? The Huffington Post. And there's a couple that you're like, oh yeah, the mirror, These are gonna be good. the sun and like a couple other from the UK. I'm like, yeah, really? Yeah. It's like, like the mirror is like the, the UK equivalent of Inquirer. like the National Enquirer. Right. So this one is called Mum Wakes Up Daughter 21 Every Day by Licking Her and Pretending She's a Dog. No fucking way. <laughs> what the These hell? mother and daughter duos have an unusually close bond from licking each other all over every morning to taking showers together. Oh my gosh. I'm just looking at the headlines of here and the mirror is something special. Yeah. Okay. I know this place is this, <laughs> this whole is thing mine. is like a fucking shit show and a half. <laughs> yeah, I feel like this is almost better. Like the mirror is almost better than the National Enquirer. <laughs> yeah, because it's like it's they take a hodgepodge of like the world's trash and they throw it all together and they're like, "Here, world, you take know a look at this do? fucking mess." We should look at the Enquirer after this. We should, because they'd be like aliens caught hovering over the White House. I'd be like, "Oh, that's just his mothership." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, tell me about this weirdo mom. Okay. What the fuck? So mothers and daughters often have an unbreakable bond, but for some it's much closer than others. From dressing in identical clothes every day to getting matching plastic surgery, which I've never fucking That's weird. Right. These mom and daughter duos are, are certainly extreme. The new series, Smothered, examines these super close relationships and all the quirks that come with them. Marsha, 68, and her 21-year-old daughter, Alina, who says her mom is definitely my best friend, have a very bizarre routine each morning. The pair already make sure that they do absolutely everything together, and that starts the moment they wake up. So apparently this is a show on TLC, which... So you guys might have seen this. Right. I've never heard of it, but I don't watch a lot of TLC shows, and apparently I'm missing a lot because... You know, that show, like, My 600 Pound Life? Yeah. Apparently, so I'm in a couple groups on Facebook, like, private groups. Yeah. And apparently I'm missing a whole bunch of gold Dude, let on me that tell you, show. My husband put that on, like, probably a couple weeks ago. I've never felt so good about myself in my I life. I also couldn't stop watching. I watched, like, three episodes in a row. I was like, damn, I gotta go to bed. Like, <laughs> it's nothing I would have ever watched before, but it did suck me in. Yeah. Is that Madonna? Damn, she's she's a vampire. She's a fucking vampire. I have a feeling that's like a really old picture of her because she looks like the fucking <laughs> crypt keeper now. Oh, so. oh okay. I'll say she Anyways, looks good. Yeah, anyway. that's neither here nor there. So she kept pestering me for a puppy and I couldn't get her a puppy. So I turned into the doggy. No. Alina what? tastes pretty good and all sweet. I just want to eat her all up. Ew. And Alina, who was adopted by Marsha when she was just a toddler, says her mom's puppy antics make her feel closer to her. The 21-year-old explained, I love it when my mama licks me. It kind of makes me feel closer to her because we're doing something funny and out of the ordinary. It's a thing we do every single day. Yuck. I don't want anyone licking my face ever. The fact that there's pictures makes me want to vomit. Licking isn't the 
only unusual part oh, of no. the pair's morning routine. When she's finally out of bed, Alina playfully chases her mother around the house. <laughs> Awkward sauce. What the fuck? Marcia says, when Alina was very little, she didn't have much stamina, so I would say, you can't get me, you can't get me. Alina suffers from an enzyme deficiency, and the chasing started as a way of increasing her stamina and encouraging growth when she was a child. But the routine has stuck, and the pair continue to chase each other regularly. Like kittens or some shit? Like, what? Uh, what? Marsha explained, it was a really good thing to help her grow, and it just continued. I feel like this is, like, a reason Odd. to call CPS? I, I don't know. I mean, she's going above and beyond what any other mother would do because I wouldn't do that. I feel like this is like child abuse and the the little girl now has like Stockholm Syndrome from her own adoptive parent. Oh no. Once Alina eventually catches her mom, it's her turn to play puppy. Oh jeez. She said, when I catch my mama, I do all the kissy poos and I kiss her all up. She's very kissable. Oh, that's so cute though. But she's 21. Is it? She's this? 21. Yeah, that's like a little crazy. Marsha recognizes that her relationship with her daughter may seem odd to some people. Yeah. To, like, every fucking body. But nothing will stop her being so close to her daughter. Hmm. She said some people don't agree or they wonder what's wrong with her. I love the idea as she's growing up of being able to do all those silly things. I bet you do, you fucking pervert. Well, she's grown up. She's 21. She's an adult. You're done. Right. You're fucking gross, bitch. <laughs> It's getting a little tricky as she's getting older, but still do all the same antics, and we still play the same games, and we have fun. Another new mother and daughter who have a particularly unusual way of starting the day are 55-year-old Mary and 19-year-old Brittany. They start each day by taking a shower together. Oh, well. Right. Isn't that sweet? So there's like an accompanying video, but I couldn't bring myself to watch it. Oh, yeah. So I would, well, I guess in the, when we look at the UK websites, like they don't usually blur that shit. They don't. Yeah, that could be disturbing. Well, it's a TLC show, so they're not going to blur that shit either. TLC has to, though. They can't show Well, no, they're not going to show them. No, they're not going to show them in the shower. Yeah. But it's like, they're, like, talking to the people and, like, I don't want to hear some old-ass woman being like, I give my 21-year-old daughter kissy poos. Yeah. I'm just going to eat her all up. It's like, bitch, that's child abuse. I don't want to watch an adult woman lick her adult child all over her face seriously that do you know how bad it smells if someone licks you it smells like shit look they're like oh my gosh and here's the mom licking her daughter's face so gross in a bed that's gross i'm sorry a bitch no i mean i hope they're happy and they seem to have a sweet like connection but you lick my face i will slap your face stockholm syndrome that was real weird that girl's 21 she needs to like find a mate that's not her mom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that concludes that one. That so, is the licky face story. That's fucking disgusting. So I found another one where this, it's a Dear Prudy article on Slate. Okay. And I love these. So do you know who Prudy is? No. So people write Prudy. It's like an advice column. And so people write to Prudy. Wait, and I've like, heard a song called Dear Prudence. No. It says Dear Prudence on there. Oh, okay. Well. There's a song called that. Okay. So this is like, oh, you know, 
this happened, blah, blah, blah. What do I do? Okay. Yeah. You know, and there's been, there've been like similar columns, you know, in newspapers and shit like that. So this is, this is help. I can't believe my son's friend fed him Indian food without calling me first. Why? Because she's white and racist and a fucking psycho. Oh, because it was, she's mad because it was Indian food? It not was because Indian food. he could have been allergic to it or? Mm-hmm. Um. So, just wait. Oh, okay. I mean, it's, I literally was like, <laughs> he dumb bitch. Oh, <laughs> man. I, I, you it. can tell when I saved these, I was like, let's talk some shit. <laughs> right. I'm ready. <laughs> so... Welcome to my actual personality, guys. (laughs) So, it says, um, here's the question, and it's titled, Inappropriate Food. My son, quote-unquote Chris, is nine. A few weeks ago, we decided to open our bubble to include the family of, quote-unquote, Neil, Chris's best friend. Both of Neil's parents are doctors, so this seemed like a safe decision. Both parents were born and raised in India. We let Chris have dinner at their place the other night since both boys were having a great time together. When we came to pick up Chris, Neil's mom recounted to me how much chicken curry and lentils and vegetables Chris ate. I couldn't believe that they served my son's spicy curries curries, (laughs) without even calling to ask us if that would be okay! You're letting him eat at an Indian family's house. Right. What did you think they were going to have? Like Pizza? Or chicken with no seasoning and white rice? Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I was taken aback and gently mentioned that spicy foods can be hard on small tummies, but it didn't seem to register. Thankfully, Chris didn't get sick. My wife says to drop it because any conversation will look racial in nature and to only let the boys play at our house. Please help. So this is the father writing this shit. This is the dumbass father. What an idiot. His wife is probably like, I don't know him. Right. (laughs) We're getting divorced tomorrow. Yeah. So the answer was, at the risk of taking the bait, you must realize that millions of people, presumably both of Neil's parents, not to mention Neil himself, regularly eat lentils and vegetables as as children in perfect safety. There's something so grotesque about the infantilizing language of gently informing someone, especially when that someone is two doctors, about small tummies, coupled with the racist horror that your nine-year-old ate and enjoyed a few servings of chicken curry, one of the world's most popular and adaptable dishes. Not all curries are spicy, and not all spices pack heat. Your son ate a meal he enjoyed, one that you didn't have to prepare or clean up after, and continued to enjoy good health for the rest of the evening. (laughs) Neil's parents didn't take him to a ghost pepper festival and turn him loose. Your kid was not endangered by chicken curry, and your problem is not one that Neil's parents can fix for you. Take your wife's advice and let it go. Good for you. Can they comment back? I don't think so. So they write in, and they're like, here's my problem. And Prudy's like, here's my advice. So this one is like, they ate a curry and a lentil and some vegetables, and how dare they? Yeah. I thought it was safe because they were doctors, and it's like, what did you, did you think that they were going to serve, like, meat and potatoes? Yeah, and I poison? Mean, they, like, I mean, what were you thinking They was? might have. I mean, that's just me. I mean, that shows my stupidity by, like, assuming that Indian people only eat Indian food. But it's like, what well, did yeah, you... I get it, but I mean... Did you think you that they were... that out. 
Did you think that because Chris is white that they were going to be like, oh, I'm going to amend what I wanted to have for dinner? Yeah, no way, man. Because Chris is white? Like, fuck you. Your kid liked the food. Right. That's cool. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, awesome. That's another type of cuisine that we can enjoy together. Right. I have friends from different parts of the world that, like, I ate food at their houses. Ethnic up. food is yeah, like. Yeah. And my, I was like, what is this shit? Any type of ethnic food is my fucking jam. Yeah. I won Indian food. Love it. <laughs> I'm not too experienced in Indian it. food. Oh my gosh. Our, no, that's like Afghan. My I baby's. Like kebabs. Oh yeah. yeah Afghan, Iranian, all of that shit. Fucking yeah. money. Indian food though. I, um, one of my closest friends growing up, her mom, uh, babysat my brother and I. Yeah. Um, from the time I was like two and then off and on again until like I was tw- maybe 12 or so. Yeah. And so I grew up like trying different things, you know, and they would always call it something different. Right. You know, just to try and explain it to me in a way that I would understand. Indian food is fucking dope. I love it. But it's like, oh, he ate a lentil and some vegetables. Yeah. And he had chicken monsters. With, with curry. And it's like, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> That's like being like, oh, your kid ate a pepper? Well, it could have been a bell pepper. That doesn't yeah. mean a pepper Thankfully, is spicy. Thankfully, he didn't get sick, you big dumb idiot. Right. Fuck you, you racist dick. Yeah. So, that one, I was like, oh my gosh, this is a thing? Right. Why would you put yourself out there like that? people are dumb idiots. You twat. You are a twat. You are a twat. So, this one, I about died. Okay. So, this guy, I don't remember where he's from. I think he's German. But he put up a billboard in Texas. Okay. To, it's, instead of, like, going on Tinder or, like, whatever dating app, he put up a billboard. And it says, single, date Leon. This is in Austin, Texas. And it says, apply at dateleon.com. Okay. Right. So, as you can see here, as Mandy can see here, the picture of him... He's not hideous. No, he's not. But the picture on the billboard... Is hideous. Is... It, I was just thinking that. It looks nothing like him. fucking ugly. <laughs> he looks way better. His actual pictures person. are cute. Yeah. So, his, he, his name is Leon <laughs> Hendricks. And he made this post on Facebook, August 7th. He said, I'm not sure whether this is the smartest thing I've ever done, dot, 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 or the dumbest. What started as a silly idea has now become reality. I put up a billboard to meet women. Hashtag date Leon. Dating apps have been very time consuming. Ain't no one got time for that. And even though I met some great girls on these apps, I thought, why not use my marketing skills to build an entire campaign and save myself all this time? The more women apply, the higher the chances to meet someone that I really click with. Even though the idea started as a joke, I think there's some potential. Now, before I keep reading, mm-hmm. it started as a joke. That's an expensive fucking joke. Yes, it is. A he must... fucking billboard? He comes from rich parents, clearly. I almost feel like the narcissism here is a little high. But see, the picture he chose for his billboard is stupid. I almost... Like, I don't... What the fuck? And I yeah. feel like with that picture, and it... All it says is single, date Leon. Apply at dateleon.com. With that picture, I'd be like, this is not for the ladies. 
Oh, I feel yes. like that particular picture. I, yes, I could is see what you're for saying. men, but the pictures of him in front of the billboard were. Oh my like, god! Hmm. I wonder how many men texted him. It's for them. girls. That is false advertisement, sir. Yeah. On top of that, if you if you refer an amazing girl to this campaign, datelyun.com, that ends up becoming my girlfriend, you win five thousand dollars. Uh, what? He just posted this shit last week. So he says, who am, I, do it. who am I looking for? I'm looking for a smart girl that values health, i.e. not fat, okay. happiness, no crazy issues, and personal growth above all. So to send a single late, or so send all the single ladies that might be a good fit to dateleon.com, have them apply, what? and help me meet the type of woman I've been struggling to find. Again, you might win five grand. Or, if you're interested, you can apply yourself. Emoji with the side smile and the sunglasses. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at Leon J. Hendricks. Alright, I'm looking you up, dude. To see where this journey takes me. I'll be posting updates regularly. What What are you waiting for? Spread the word and go to dateleon.com to get a chance to meet the online bachelor, in quotes. P.S. I'm sorry, Mom. So... I'm assuming there's comments on this. So, wow. (laughs) So, not only is he pimping himself out, he sounds like somebody that would spam the account. Yeah. And when I read this originally, I think I saw it like the day after. Um, Yeah, where the fuck did you find this? Do you follow Leon? Hell no. It's in this group that I'm in. It says, my my apologies, good bitch, what seems to be the fuck? Oh, I like the name of yeah, it. Yeah, it's a tag. My apologies, good bitch, what <laughs> my seems apologies, to be the fuck? My apologies, my good bitch, but what seems to be the fuck? Oh, I love it. <laughs> and somebody posted the link to this post. Oh, okay. And I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Twat? Twat, did you say? So I started reading it, and I was like, oh, my God. So, this one guy, there's a guy in here that says, do you date dudes? I'll put my dick in you. Hit me up. Oh, that's a little forward. A lot of people are like cringy. Or they're like... uh, You should apply. Tagging people. (laughs) Or they're like, this is amazing. I might apply. Well, look, that one where it said you should apply was to a guy named Michael. Uh Uh-huh. So, some people did get that same... A lot of them We don't really know, though, do we? Well, he said this is for ladies. Oh, ladies, yeah, yeah. So. But if you just look on the billboard, but yeah, I'm sure you that, wouldn't think so. I'm sure that like blurb and that spiel is on the website. But <laughs> look at this. She's like, Mm-mm, bitch. Oh. So there's a lot of this like I'm single because the Lord has someone special waiting for me, and the Lord is like, Mm-mm. that one says, "Why would it have to be so old? This is the kind of charisma I'm looking for." <laughs> Oh, I love that one. Yeah, this shit's crazy. Ew, David. <laughs> so it says, why did you choose that photo, though? You were so much more attractive in the candid shots. <laughs> this one Truth. says, hashtag, why are men? This one is a tag group. It says, if men have nothing else to say, they have the audacity. <laughs> this is prostitution with extra steps. 5,000 seems like a pretty good cut, though. Who would complain? <laughs> <laughs> Loving all the comments from the four out of tens that think even a handsome young millionaire isn't good enough for them. 
You tell him off, what sis. A dick. Go live your best life with a bottle of wine and a tub of Ben and Jerry's. Oh, you go fuck yourself. Right. You're, Tim. You're probably, Tim. You're probably a one out of ten, but that's cool. Yes, stupid you, Tim. You say hi to your mom from the basement there, chief. Right. Ask her to make you some more meatloaf. Mom! The meatloaf! <laughs> but, I mean, some of these are, like, fucking hilarious. And I was like, oh, dude, did you really? <laughs> I, oh, I died. That is crazy. So. There's the lucky face. Lucky face. So this one is my favey fave. All right. Oh, I can't wait for you to read this out loud. You gotta read it in like a sexy voice. I can't. You can't. I can't because once you hear the words, there's no sexy behind it. Yeah, it's I can supposed. See it. But that's it, what makes it funny. Though. You but gotta it's, read it like a porn star. But it's supposed to be not sexy. Yeah. Okay, so this is a line of tweets by someone named Patty Harrison. And this is one of the funniest fucking things I've ever, ever read in my life. It says it's an excerpt. From the sexy, kinky book I'm writing. Uh-huh. It says, he started putting his penis near her vagina. It was big. His penis, that is. Not her vagina. That was small. Anyways, so his penis is starting to get near her vagina. Okay. Once he put his penis near my vagina, that's when I knew it was going in there soon. <laughs> <laughs> then he asked me with a smile on his amazing face, are you ready for my huge penis stuck in there? Your vagina? And that's when she said, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was, it was time to get it put in. <laughs> she arched her back that was unshaved but was naturally hairless. Yes to this sex, she said about it. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> hold, hold on. Let me go back real quick. She arched her back that was unshaved but naturally hairless. <laughs> And then she do, says, "Do most people like shave their back, and it's like weird to be hairless on your back?" <laughs> so this is this is why this okay, is funny. Okay, so I'm like, um, the whole I'm thing, pretty lucky that I don't have to shave my back. The whole, the whole thing is like this. Oh, good, good. I'm yeah. like, some something, something's going. No, weird here. that's why when you were like, you should read this in a sexy voice. I'm like, no, I can't. You'll oh, see why. Oh, I got you. Yeah. So yes, to this sex, she said about it. He laughed his pleasure laugh. His rod was inside and his balls were on the outside. <laughs> the way it ought to be. <laughs> yeah, that's generally the way it goes. Right. Yes, she screamed each time the cock was in there poking. <laughs> what is this shit? <laughs> I don't know, but I love her. <laughs> that's when he did a move she really liked a lot. He rolled her over on her hairless stomach. Because <laughs> that's odd. <laughs> it's time for it from behind, he said naked. Huh? I don't think she heard him. It's time for for it from behind. He repeated himself, moaning during. Nice. She heard him this time. This is not Patty Harrison. That is a fake profile picture. This is someone else. There's no way that sweet looking girl wrote this weirdo shit. Mmm. You feel that? She said, getting it in her pussy. Yeah, it's really good. I love this. It's amazing. He yelled. Mmm, <laughs> really glad you like it, she said, pointing down to her pussy. Ew, God. God. <laughs> then she start writing on his penis. On she top start of him, writing? On top of him as if he were a car and she was driving the car. <laughs> Along, she moaned. The pleasure crazy like a big storm. 
<laughs> my penis feels so good. It's hard, and this life is crazy. Smacking his lips. Yeah, she nodded. Her tits were there. Is this supposed to be a joke, or is this yes. the way they wrote it? No, it's supposed to be a joke. <laughs> I'm like, these people are idiots. It says, yeah, she nodded. Her, her tits, tits were, were there. there. <laughs> yeah, her tits, they don't leave her, so... I like when she's like, my penis feels so good. <laughs> it's hard. Like, life is crazy. <laughs> the fuck? I like when she's like, she arched her unshaved back. I know. But it was naturally hairless. <laughs> That's why I'm like, wait. She rolls over to her stomach, which is also hairless. <laughs> yes. What's, what's happening here? <laughs> That's why when you were like, you have to read it like, like it's dirty. And it's like, no, I can't. Like, oh it's not supposed God. to be. Is that the end? That's the end. Oh. Is that shit? Yeah. She nodded. Her tits were there. (laughs) It's like, yeah. She nodded. Where did you find that? That's so funny. On Facebook somewhere. Somebody posted it. And I was like, shut the fuck up. This is gold. But do you think someone wrote it? Like, that, let's say, maybe didn't speak English so well? No. It was making fun of. Thinking they're going to write, like, a sexy novel or something? No. It was, it's a joke. About writing a sexy novel? Yeah. <laughs> the unoriginal depressed girlfriend. <laughs> well, I thought it was pretty damn original. Isn't that so yeah, funny? Yeah, that was really good. So, that's really all I got. Well, that was so fun. Yeah. I'm going to have to read that like 15 more times. Yeah. So, like, can you share that on our Facebook page so they can find it, uh, our listeners? Yeah. Okay, because we won't be able to share it on Instagram, which is I can actually probably are. I can actually screenshot it. Oh yeah, and then we can post it as like a series. Yeah. Oh my god, it's so that funny. was fucking hilarious. <laughs> you sit on my dick, like everything it said was like you had to replay it in your head. You're yeah. Like, Wait, Wait a minute. minute. <laughs> That's why when you first started talking, I'm like, stop. What ha- What's happening with the shave show? Right. Isn't that funny? That is so good. I mean, God, I want to write something like that. I know. I feel like we should be like, how can we write the most revolting <laughs> sex novel? And instead of it being like super detailed, we can be like, yeah. Like big warty penis. Or something right. that's or just like, like, ew, gross. His hard dingle. <laughs> be like, my sex. The bumps that lined his hard dingle. Right. Be like, why does it have a vein? Why does it look the same as a Snickers bar? Like, <laughs> what is like, that coming out of the anus? Anus? <laughs> oh, we're getting freaking dinky here. Be like, oh, she went that way. We're okay. getting, We're going... Always. That would be so fun to write. Anyways, guys. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed it. I know it's a short one, but it was funny. At least we thought so. I thought it was funny, too. If your sense of humor doesn't go that way, well, you suck. We'll try better next time. I won't, because this shit's hilarious. (laughs) Just, you know, different shows. Get on our level. Which I think I said in the last episode. So. Get on our level. Get on our level, and we will bring you something Awesome. Next week, I forgot I was going to tell you a clip oh. of what I'm going to do next week. Get Damn, again. I almost let you guys go without me reminding myself. <laughs> let me see. One sec. All right. So, next time on Twat or Totally Weird and Twisted, 
I like twat better. I do too, but you know, different strokes for different. <laughs> 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 I'm not gonna keep saying it. I'm gonna give you a little and Katie, who I haven't told yet either, a little glimpse into my next episode. Our next episode. Well, I mean the one like sometimes we switch oh, off. Like yeah. I'll do the main story and you'll do the main story. Yeah. So whenever my turn is to do the next main one. Yeah. This is it. Well, you're up next. Oh, am I? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, on the next episode. It is February 6, 2002, and police descend upon a pig farm owned by Robert Pickton to execute a search warrant for illegal firearms. What they are about to uncover would go down in a tale so horrifying, so bizarre, so strange, that it would be the stuff of films and nightmares. But this was no nightmare or horror movie. This was real life, and the belongings of many women who had gone missing were about to be uncovered. Dun-dun-dun! Dun-dun-dun! So look forward to that next time. Hell yeah. It's going to be really fun. Well, I mean, you know, it's disturbing. but Sounds awesome. Yeah, it'll be a fun episode. <laughs> I'm ready. And we will, we shall. We shall. See you then. Catch you later, twats. Twats, we love you. Peace Peace out. out. That was weird.